Okay, we're live. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. Like every week, I'm Crystal Crawford. Um, I actually have a guest with me this week, which is I'm streaming from Zoom, so I'm going to find you on my phone so that I can see your comments if you join live. Um, but I am here this week with uh, Angela Johnson, and she is everything. She's a marketing coach. She's a business coach. She's a certified facilitator. Um, She's all the things and also a really, really amazing person and really, really brilliant at marketing and also frozen at the moment. How does it get better than that? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit about her from her website because I think it was awesome. And then I'm going to put her on the spot. So here's what she wrote on her. So you can call me a business mentor, a marketing coach, a wordsmith. While that's true, what I really am is a business alchemist. I'm the Harry Potter for business. I'm a truth guide. I lead you to your truth. And as your guide, I give you everything that you're willing to receive. I'm a collaborator. I bring my best stuff. You bring your best stuff. Together, we create magic and a courage igniter. I know that anything is possible and we create change. I guide you to say yes to your big vision, trust yourself, and live without apology, which I think is fucking awesome. And I'm so glad you're here, Angela. Hi. That sounds really good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> So I call I titled the show without you and I called it finding your marketing genius. Mm -hmm. And I've had the opportunity to work with you a little bit over the last little while. And I am just going to start. I'm not a professional interviewer, but my, you know, there's marketing is such a big conversation. And as you and I both know, for any any kind of business online or otherwise, it's required. Yeah. What do you what what do you find? Like, where do people get stuck when they first start looking at this topic? Do you find and what do you start the conversation with like where do you where do you take people yeah you know I, I was um a few years ago more than a few years ago that i realized that not everybody was like me and loved the conversation of marketing and then i remembered what happened when i started my business in 2008 2009 because i was in the marketing department in the corporate world and i had million dollar budgets and it was super fun and i wasn't putting myself out there so when i was running my own business I was like, holy shit, this is a lot different. You know, I'm putting my heart and soul out there and people are going to judge it. And I don't know how I feel about that. And I thought it was going to be a lot easier. I thought if I just whip up a WordPress site, you know, because I taught myself how to do that in late nights and Googling stuff, then somehow people will find me. And so I think a lot of people just get totally freaked out about marketing. Um, you know, in a lot of the spiritual circles I was with, you know, the metaphysical world that I was a part of, um, if I did my affirmations just right, if I had my mindset just right, if I cleared my chakras, if I did all those things, then the money would come. And I find even in the access world, I'm just going to you know, open a can of worms here. It's like marketing is more than just energy pulls. Energy pulls are amazing, but there's also some action required. And so that's what I really find people get stuck on is when they just avoid it or they hope for the best by getting their mindset right or doing, you know, if I do enough clearings or enough affirmations or enough whatever, then my business will grow. And there's some truth to that, but there's also like some strategic action that's required, you know? And so then on the flip side of it, where I see people get stuck is they're attending every free webinar possible going to every event they can get their hands on like oh i need a podcast and i need to do videos and i need to do facebook lives and i need to do this and they need to do that and then at the end of the day they're like well i did all this stuff and so when is it going to start working and it's not strategic it's not connected and then at the end of the day they're tired 
<laughs> and they're frustrated and like, oh, marketing doesn't work. Well, well, that's just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> you know, Which, like, by the way, is how I created most marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I could go on and on, but those are just a couple of the things that I see. Well, so what what would you say, like, what, how would you talk about strategy? Like, how, how could somebody start implementing some of the stuff that you know in in a really basic way? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how, what are some of the things to look at? Yeah, you know, the first place that I tell people to look at is what what is their message? Because without a message, what are you marketing? And if you don't have anything to offer, like, so what are you, I call them the money makers, like your programs, your products, and your pricing. Like, you don't have anything to put out there, then, like, where does marketing lead people to? Like it's it's kind of this endless cycle that actually doesn't create money in your bank account or value for people. And I think we have a internet freezing fun times going on over on Angela's side. So, so I tell people like if you don't know what your message is, what are you marketing? So this is my video. Does that work better? <laughs> yeah, it's a little better. It just cuts out every once in a while. Okay. <laughs> but I want to I'm going to interrupt to say, "Hey guys, that are watching, if you guys have questions about marketing in your business, shout them out because I'm watching your comments and I'd love to get Angela to talk about them." So, look at what you're creating in the world and if you have any questions, um, please comment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so can you hear me now? I might just have to turn off my video. I'm sorry about that. I've been no on Zoom all day and it worked fine. So, no I'm like, what's going on? What else cool. is possible? You can hear me now? Yes. Okay. Um, let's see, where was I? Um, yeah, so starting with your message, you know, but then here's the catch 22 with that is um, people will take years to get their message just right. And it's a really convenient way to, to hide. Like, oh, I don't have the right words. I don't have the right website. And, and so you really got to take a look at like, are you willing to be visible? And are you willing to piss some people off? Are you willing to be judged? It is not the funnest thing. And there's magic that happens when you're willing to put yourself out there and willing to not have it be perfect. Like, yeah, totally. Anyways. And like, that could be, it's like, that's, it's like, I talk about that so many times in all my different things. Like that's kind of my, if I had a message, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've been one of those people that didn't really have a lot of words for my message. I just really started. And you know, that had its pros and its cons. It's like, you know, it, I could, cr I created a lot of stuff, but it didn't necessarily, some, some of the stuff would create and some of the stuff wouldn't create. And, and so one of the, one of the things I love about what you do is you actually, you have people look into their worlds and go, Hey, what, and sort of like type themselves, like to get a better sense of, of who they are as mm -hmm. people, yeah. as, as business owners. And yeah. can you talk a little bit about the marketing archetypes? Yeah. Oh, I love talking about the marketing archetypes. It's something that totally changed my world. Um, gosh, in 2015, I want to say, um, essentially the marketing archetypes and for access, you know, people who know access consciousness, like this is going to make so much sense for you because this is what we do naturally. And this just gives some context. And so the two archetypes I'll just briefly talk about today. One is called the guru star archetype and one is called the truth guide archetype. And the guru star archetype is what most marketing that we see. So it's like, here are the six steps to make six figures and here's the formula. And it's a lot of big promises and it's a lot of flashy. <laughs> it's like a lot of flash, a lot of pizzazz. And there's nothing wrong with that. That, except when it just doesn't line up with you. Like I remember when I was trying to use that kind of messaging for my business and it was like, ah, this just feels really gross. 
And so when you get that ick factor, I call it the ick factor, then <laughs> chances are there's that guru star strategy happening. And then the truth guides, like, so let me back up. The guru star, their philosophy is I know best for you. So I, as the expert, I know best for you. I'm going to tell you how to get to, you know, from point A to point B. If you just do what I say, you'll be successful. So my very first um, coach told me, and, and it worked until it didn't, right? And then the truth guide archetype, their philosophy is you know best for you. So with my expertise, I can guide you, I can support you, I can teach you, I can facilitate, but at the end of the day, you choose for you. So it's a much more empowering way to create rather than just being told what to do. And when you think about it, like we live in this world where it's really convenient to say things like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And those of us who are humanoids, we're the rebels, like we don't quite fit into that don't box. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we don't actually want to tell, you know, don't tell me what to do. Yet we're so desperate sometimes for like, just give me the formula, give me the secret sauce. And then there isn't one. Hmm. Every single person is different. You're going to create your business differently than somebody else. Yeah. So that's the truth guide way is really empowering people to create their way instead of the one and only way, which doesn't exist anyway. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple more archetypes, aren't there? Yeah. So there's the supporter archetype and then there's the connector archetype. So the supporters, they are the supporters, you know, so they are the ones actually doing, you know, behind the scenes work. So like a graphic designer or a virtual assistant is a really great example of a supporter. And so if you're a supporter archetype, um, then you have a gift for helping people shine, but you don't necessarily have to be the one in the spotlight. But where this gets flipped around is if you actually do want to be the one in the spotlight, but you're supporting everybody else, that usually leads to a road of a lot of resentment and not so much fun in your own business. And then the connector, they're the connectors. They're connecting people with the solution, with people who have the, the quote problem. So like a real estate agent is a great example of a connector model. So they're connecting the person who's buying the house, who wants to sell the house, and they're making money on that connection. And so those are the four archetypes. I find the two primary are the guru stars and the, and the truth guides. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just that truth guide way is really empowering people to know that they know. And when you adopt that strategy in your marketing, it gets a lot easier because you're not trying to push this big promise out there. Like say, if you just do what I do and, you know, so you can have what I have, everything will be great. It's like, well, that doesn't work because not, there's not one size fits all formula. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, so people can go to your website and actually take this quiz to find out, you know, which are, get, get more information about themselves, which I think is amazing. So if you guys want to check that out, it's Angela with two L's, A-N-G-E-L-L-A Johnson.com. Mm -hmm. And um, there's, you do so many brilliant things. And I sort of wanted to also talk about, there's, there's all these different ways of creating your business. And, um, you know, I've discovered a way that I really like and basically do shows and put out stuff and people jump in and that's sort of I'm definitely more truth guide in terms of empowering people to have their reality. And, um, uh, but you also like you, you've come, you, do you, did you come from like the traditional coaching world? Meaning. Yeah. And so yeah. one of the things I discovered about you that I had no idea about in any respect was this whole um, way of creating your business where you create an event and you put butts in seats and all the things, like all the things that go along with an event and then selling or selling an offer and I know that you're about to release a new course, which is uh, Transform Events, but there's a few mini steps along the way. And so um, can you talk a little bit about um, how, 
how the, I don't even know if it's how those two play together or, or, you know, you discover this thing about yourself, like, how do you know what kind of business would work for you? Because that's something that I get a lot with people that are just starting. It's like, I don't really, I kind of have a sense of who I am and what I want to offer, but it's like, there's so many different ways of creating a business. So yeah. I'm not sure what the segue is there. I'm just <laughs> talking about all your things all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. well, it's a great, and can you hear me now? I turned yeah. my video back on, so hopefully the internet's working better. Um, but, you know, it's a really fabulous question because when people see, you know, like online marketing, we can take the same example, like you're brilliant in online marketing. And and while I do online marketing, like I have an email list, I have a social media presence, like I'm not the online marketing expert. And so I tell people like offline before online, and that's not necessarily true. It actually didn't work for me. Yeah. And so this is a great example of like where I built my business. You know, I, I went from, you know, zero to six figures in 10 months. And then multiple six figures after that was I hosted live events and I have this gift and capacity for getting people together in the room. And then that, you know, three day event is kind of a, a standard in the coaching world, like a three day event, you make an offer on day two, it's kind of like we all know the formula if you've been to these events. Except for me, I didn't know that. And, formula. <laughs> Nobody and, gave me the memo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what I did. And I didn't really know that there was another way to fill programs because I love live events. Like I love the magic that happens. And it's, you know, people are there because they want to learn from you and they want to work with you further. So it's a really great way to fill programs. And so that was pretty much, I mean, the majority of what I did. And when I changed my business model last April, it was scary. Yeah. It's like, that's how I knew how to make money. And I was doing really well with it. It was like, I don't know that I want to do it this way anymore. I think there's another way. So to answer your question, like, how do you know what business model works for you? Is I would ask a lot of questions. And, and also destroy and uncreate everywhere that you see someone and you admire that person. You're like, oh, that's awesome. That's the way. So like destroy and uncreate that. And then that creates a space of what works for me. And the other thing is ask your business. How, you know, my, one of my favorite questions when I get stuck in my own marketing is how would this, whether it's a product, an event, a program, the business uh, you know, as a whole, how would it like to be shared with the world? And, and then you'll have some ideas pop. Maybe it's a Facebook Live. Maybe it's an email to your list. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. And I just find, like, be willing to try everything. And, you know, marketing is not this one plus one equals two. It's not this exact formula. It's a freaking experiment. <laughs> and some things work. And some things totally flop. Even yeah, as a marketing expert, like, and so just keep rolling with it. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I look at the fact that doctors after however many years of school and however many years of internship continually for the rest of their career call call their thing a practice <laughs> right <laughs> that kind of just popped a uh, popped the other day for me i'm like it's a it's a constant practice i'm like well that's actually the the life of an entrepreneur is like it's a, it's yeah. a practice it's a, it's an it's an ongoing wild experiment as facebook facebook algorithms change and methods change and you change and you want something different and then it's like okay well how do i do this yeah um so like with, so, oh my gosh, I have so many questions. So talk to me a little bit more about the, uh, I, I am so curious about how good you are at creating events because I have not had a lot of experience or luck with that. So mm -hmm. if somebody wanted to start getting into that, what are, what are some of the first and basic 
bits of information that you could give them besides come and come take your class. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, there's so many ways to host live events. So if you're in the coaching world, then you maybe have seen kind of these standard three day events, which I'm just going to be what I'm going to be. <laughs> They've been really disguised as events, but they're really three day sales pitches. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, and, t- and there's nothing wrong or right. We all know this from the access world, but but until you get to that point where you're just like, I actually want something different. And so I would start to really look at the different models. Like you can do a, you know, host a two hour workshop. It can be online. You can host a three day event with 200 people. You can host a seven day retreat in Costa Rica. Like there's so many ways. And so, you know, workshop, event, retreat, like they're all a live event. And so when you just ask what really lights you up, what do you see yourself doing? And the other thing to be aware of too is you'll see, like if you see yourself on a stage and you know these people are here to see you, maybe it's hundreds of people, just putting that out there. And then your brain goes to, oh my gosh, that's so much work, all the details, like, oh, and that's where it starts getting heavy. Guess what? You don't have to do that. <laughs> like that, there are on-site event managers, like they take care of the details and you get to show up. You still get to market it and actually put it out there. But all those details, like if details are not your thing or it's overwhelming to find a venue, negotiate with the venue, like that's usually where people tend to freak out with, with the details part. Cool. There are people who love that. Just like there are people who are accountants and love numbers. That's not me, but I'm so happy to be my accountant to do that <laughs> for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. So there was something that actually pained me. I wanted to ask you about. So you 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 do a lot of um, you use the word strategy a lot, and I noticed that you do a lot of that with your clients, and even with the stuff that you're instituting in the world around this whole topic of events and your new class. So there was a. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like, so it's not just creating the event; it's also having like a a, a way and a, and a sort of a, a tentative yeah. system to create income. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people. Um, so I'll go back to my first event. So I had no idea what I was doing. I had no email list. I had no money. I really had no business. I had this vision of creating women's conference that changed the world. Like that's what I was doing. I was like, I can get a thousand people in a room. Like I know a thousand women. Why the hell would they not want to come to this? That is this. I of had course. no idea <laughs> that that naivety would actually be my greatest gift <laughs> and my greatest curse. Right. And so I just I started with that and I just totally lost my train of thought what was your question <laughs> I was looking at strategy for creating money strategy there we go there's a point to sharing that story yeah like what the hell is I talking about I just love your um, point of view though everybody I just want to point out Angela's point of view that why would not a thousand women like yeah. so yeah. I'll have what she's having and and so there is some great you know some greatness in that naivety but I had no strategy to make money. I believed people when they said, do what you love and the money will follow. I was like, okay, well, my speakers who are speaking, they'll sell some stuff. I'll get a percentage of that. Like I really didn't know how to monetize it. So at the end of that event, over 200 attendees and I lost $40,000. And I remember like driving home, just sick to my stomach going, I, this can't be real. Like how did all this transformation happen? And I'm stuck with invoices that I have no idea how to pay. Mm-hmm. And so when I talk about profit strategy, it's one of the first things I talk about, like that's part of it. And so this is where people have this vision, this idea, and they're going to go to Costa Rica for seven days and whatever it is. And then when I start talking about money and the profit, they're like, oh, no, I don't know. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Because like, we're so about the transformation and changing lives. Great. Also be about transforming your bank account. <laughs> totally. 
<laughs> and Tanya said, she's like, yeah, strategy. I would love to plan huge events. Totally lights me up. Beyond that, I'm a little stalled. Yeah. So, so knowing that you have the vision is awesome, but then really like, what, what is, what do you want to create at the event? Like when people leave the event, how are they different? Yeah. What, what occurs? And so when you start with like how, when my attendees leave the event, whether it's a five person retreat or 700 people for an evening, something like, how do they leave? Like what's different now? So start with the end in mind and then you want to reverse engineer it. Like, okay, so in order to get them to that place, like here's the content, maybe here's another speaker. Like you start to put the, you know, pieces together. And and see, you see, I, I get so lit up about this. It's I so, know, I love you know, it. That's like, why I wanted to you know, yeah. start getting those ideas out of your head. Yeah. And on pieces of paper, I love what I call the post-it note method. Get a stack of post-it notes, write all your ideas down, start sticking those suckers on the wall. And be like, hey, these, these things are like, you know, the same. These are the same. Here's the marketing strategies. And then ask your events. It has consciousness. It has a voice. How would it like to be shared with the world? What price point would it like to have? You know, how many people would it like to host? Where would it like to be? And when you start asking the questions and following the energy with that, then if the details aren't your thing, then hire an on-site event manager, like hire someone to do all the venue research and do all that kind of stuff. There are people who love that and they would gladly be paid for it, you know? Um, so that's one way to, you know, to really start looking at it. But are you making an offer? Like, are you selling a program there? Um, do you have sponsorships? Like, there are so many ways that you can make money, even if the money maker is just the initial ticket price. You know, so there are so many ways to make money, but just make sure that you're looking at your numbers and making money because I can't tell you how many people I see, you know, they're so excited about it and they host their first live event. And just like I was, you know, I was so excited and I was completely devastated. Yeah. And I asked, you know, I get asked the question a lot, like what, what made you continue like hosting your live events? One is I'm stubborn as hell. Like, I'm like, this is not how I go down in history. Like, no, this is not how this goes down. And I figured some things out. I hired a coach and the next event I created six figures in profit. And the next event I did the same thing. And the next event I did the same thing. And that's when I could see this pairing of like the transformation that happens when you get people in the same room together and creating a six figure payday. It's like, wow, this is like, I'm hooked. Yes, I'll have more of this. And so there are ways to do that, but doing it really authentically too. Yeah, doing it as you instead of as, and, you know, I remember actually, we have a couple of very excited people in Swift Current Saskatchewan. They're joining, they're going to, they're in. <laughs> they're like, yeah, skinny about this. I will join you. Um, so I, I remember actually when I first, I, I, had no, I had no information about the coaching world when I became a certified facilitator. So I came in brand new, just wanting to change the world. And so I hired a coach and, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and our first home play was to create um, a freebie that led to a strategy session that led to selling some coaching packages. But I didn't know anything about that. And the other thing I had no information on is like, what do you be when you're offering something when you are creating an, an invitation like what what's the being part of that you know and then how does that work like because so there was there was actually a lot of stuff in my way inside of me and my my psyche to even be able to like like create that as a possibility i did end up having one person that bought a package it was sort of a miracle <laughs> I did 40 strategy sessions that weren't actually strategy sessions. They were clearing sessions and I gave them all their recording. It was just this whole thing where I was like, you know, a humanoid reality is over delivering. Just, I just want a gift. I really just want to change the world. Like if I could just, if money could just show up in my account and I could change the world and those two things weren't related, that would be perfect for me. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. And I, I'm not even sure my question is, I guess it's, it's, it's really, really helpful what you're talking about. Cause there's this, there is this thing of like, how do I add the gift of money into my world and change the world? How do I do both? And how do I do it in a way that I really love? Well, I'm so glad you talked about, you know, the 40 strategy sessions that were not strategy sessions. They were free clearing sessions. Like, yeah, raise both hands if you've done that. <laughs> you know? But here's what we do as humanoids is we assume people are going to buy from awareness because we buy from awareness, right? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> a lack of awareness. We buy from conclusion. That's yeah, there's true. always an awareness somewhere. <laughs> um, or we think that if we give this really great experience to someone, that they're going to reach out to us because why the hell wouldn't they? Like we're amazing and they just we just changed their life. And then we're surprised when they maybe go out and hire someone else who's not as good. I'm just going to say it. Or they're more money or whatever it is. And it's like, well, how the hell did that happen? And so there's the being the invitation and there's also making the invitation. And so you can see if you're making the invitation but not being the invitation, then that's where it feels really desperate and kind of slimy. So when you're being the invitation and making the invitation, like that's where the magic happens. And when you make that invitation and you release all attachment, like people can either open my email or they can say yes to the strategy session or when I'm standing on stage making an offer, they can say yes or not. But it's not about being attached to the outcome. It's like, here's the invitation and trusting the right people say yes. They always say yes. Yeah. They're going to say yes in their time frame, not yours. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think we could go on and on. Um, yeah. What, if you could give, if you could give everybody watching now and in the future, like one thing to start with when it comes to marketing themselves, marketing their business, mm -hmm. is there anything you would say? You are far greater than you think you are. You're more clear than you think you are. You are a, more of an expert than you give yourself credit for. And, and so that, I mean, I don't know that that's much advice or anything there, but just an acknowledgement of who you be. And the, uh, you know, along with that is acknowledging that when someone has one conversation with you, it changes the trajectory of their life, whether they, you know, can see that right then or not, whether you see it right then or not. But like when you acknowledge that, your pricing is no longer an issue. When you acknowledge that and you trust the right people say yes, because they always do, like you just keep going. And, and I would just say, like, I've seen a lot of people, I think this has been a common theme as they come to me and go, oh my gosh, I don't have a message. It's all over the place and blah, blah, blah. And I talk to them for 10 minutes. I'm like, you're way more clear than you think you are. So where are you distracting yourself with complicating your, your message, your marketing, your business, your offers, your pricing, fill in the blank? Like, what is that really about? And not use that as an excuse yeah. to, <laughs> now there's like some car alarm outside. You can hear that, so you're welcome for that. Um, Thank you. <laughs> that was a good exclamation point to me for me to stop talking. So anyway, those are some <laughs> of the things I would say. That was a really long-winded answer. <laughs> That's okay. Well, what I want to wrap up with is if, if people are interested in getting with you more about the marketing archetypes and even having you look at their business what's a way that they can do that is it just going to your website yeah so yeah going to my website taking the quiz is real it's such great information like people get a lot of personal revelation about what's working what's not working that's a great place to start and then you know you can see me on this facebook post you can tag me message me yeah whatever. and for those of you that weren't in the middle of the video it's angela johnson angela with two l's angela and then for the event 
stuff. Uh, we're about you're about to have a free unwebinar, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be on the 13th and Event Magic, is that the name? Yeah, so Event Magic. And if you actually get to pay attention to my fan page, I'll, I'll link it below in the comments for the Facebook Live. Um, yeah, you'll you'll see announcements on Facebook. You'll probably see maybe Crystal, you know, mention it. Something. You'll see. I might mention that. it a few times. Yeah, but Event Magic of just really how to create your event vision without going broke, <laughs> without breaking the bank and yeah. to really create transformation on the planet. Yep, and just so you guys know, that's followed up with a uh, a one hundred and one course, and then she's got a big mama of all the event courses that nobody knows about yet. That's amazing, yeah. um, and so I'm so grateful for you, Angela. I'm so grateful for this conversation, and well, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity, and I'm just yeah, like let's not make marketing scary. <laughs> it's just not doesn't have to be, and you have brilliance out there. Go share it. You're in the right place in Crystal's world. I mean, she's amazing. So you're in the right place to really get your message out there. Yeah, go be brilliant. And what if you're far greater than you've ever acknowledged? What if you have more clarity than you know? And what if, really, it's what Dane says, what if you being you is the gift and the possibility that the world's been asking for? Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, guys. And uh, I will, Angela, I'll see you later on. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye.